Good evening, I'm Rafferty Cleary. Expect clear skies tonight, a low near 30 degrees. Your forecast coming up in minutes. Jackson County has partnered with neighboring Clay County on a project to provide water to at least 28 homes. Jackson County Mayor Randy Hetty said both counties have applied for an Appalachian Regional Commission grant to extend water lines. Mayor Reagan over in Clay County has an area in his county that does not have city water, potable water. They've been trying to get water over there. Uh, one of the ladies, uh, he told me about it, been trying to get city water for 35 years. And so we've kind of teamed up and applied for this as two distressed counties to get water to what we call the Maid Allen Road and then Sycamore Hollow Road and Sneed Hollow Road, which are two other county roads in Jackson County. Eddie said the county would use the $500,000 to extend water lines to Maid Allen Road and Tick Road in Clay County. Monterey will begin searching for funding mechanisms to install bioretention areas throughout town. Consulting engineer Jerry Warren said Metro Nashville has used the flood mitigation process for several years. Basically, you, you, you go down in the ground a little bit and put in some what we would call select material. Yeah. And, but you get the depth yeah. so that you can put water-loving trees and plants. And the, the trees and the plants literally suck up a lot of the moisture. We, we can't hardly do a project in Metro without having a bioretention area. The Board of Mayor and Aldermen approved on Monday a $124,400 bid for Phase 1 of its stormwater improvement project. Town grant writer Don Kupfer said bioretention would serve as a component to that project. The Baxter Board of Aldermen have approved an LED streetlight project. Mayor John Martin said Upper Cumberland Electric Membership Corporation will install LED bulbs in about 200 streetlights. It'll take care of our uh, interstate lighting also. Of course, uh, they've got to work with uh, the state on that T-dot and be sure that it's uh, the right type of light for that area. So they're going to do that also. So that'll brighten up our interstate and um, Oliver Street. Oliver Street is going to be much brighter. The city decided to move forward with that project after Upper Cumberland Electric conducted a pilot project earlier this year. Martin said the LED changeover will bring a considerable cost savings to the town. Putnam County Regional Planning Commissioners have approved the final plat for a new neighborhood in eastern Putnam County near Bee Rock. County Planning Department Engineer Patrick Rink said the 76-acre tract consists of 11 lots on San Hall Road. It meets, uh, best we could tell, county specs and probably will bring it next month to accept the road. Okay. I recommend accept the road to the county commission. Planning Director Kevin Rush said commissioners required the developer to widen Sand Hall Road when they approved the preliminary plat nearly seven months ago. A Warren County judge has bound a 10-year-old murder case over to a grand jury. 51-year-old Marty Lynn Judd facing a criminal homicide charge in the 2009 shooting death of Rebecca Mooneyham. He remains behind bars at the Warren County Jail on $2 million bond. Authorities didn't make an arrest in that case until October of this year when investigators obtained new information regarding the homicide. A judge bound the case to a grand jury during a Tuesday preliminary hearing. Judd also faces a charge of possessing a prohibited weapon. Cookville City Council has agreed to discuss and possibly consider a charter change allowing residents to directly elect the mayor. Councilman Eric Walker says he would like to see a committee form to make a recommendation to the City Council. To take that position out 
and make it separate is a lot of changes, I feel like, to the charter. I don't think we should be making big changes just because I think our system does work really well. And so I, in my opinion, I'd like to, I think we've evolved into our charter the way it is, and I, and I really do appreciate that. So it's going to take a great deal of consideration to think about how we're going to change it if we are. Currently, the city council selects Cookville's mayor and vice mayor, that position typically going to the candidates receiving the most votes in the city council election. Walker said that process allows the talent pool to stay together. Everyone who runs for it has an opportunity to serve. If you, if you separate out the mayor position, you lose that opportunity. Um, somebody will lose that spot. And so depending on how you write up something new, you may lose members who are well qualified to serve as councilmen who didn't make the mayor position. Another consideration is having a council run together. They're going to be serving together. When you separate that out, you're kind of creating a mayor's race separate from a council race. And in other towns, I've seen those races get, you know, we've always had the privilege of having really good elections. They're clean. They're fair, and it's because our former government has to work together. Vice Mayor Lauren Wheaton said any changes to the charter should not affect current council members. I think if there is some change that's going to happen, um, you know, do it in the what 2030 election because that's will be out. No one on this council will be affected by that change, and so if that is something that's going to happen, you know, get a committee look at it. But I think when you start changing stuff. When you're the one that's getting affected by the change, you know, it's, it's probably not the best thing for the city. Councilman Mark Miller proposed a change to the election process last month. He ultimately decided against submitting his proposal. Council has agreed to continue discussions about possible changes to the election process after MTAS provides some background information about changing the city's election process.